You see others who have the things you want, money, joy, success, and suppose that they were born with special talent or into a family which made these things easy to obtain. They are just lucky, you'd say to yourself. What you don't know is that there is a methodology to success, and a part of that methodology is to have a mindset just to be unstoppable. And in this episode for Women's History Month, Rewind, we are going to be talking to a young lady by the name of Yakinia Marie, who's going to be talking to us about how to get unstuck and be unstoppable in your life and in your business. We're here to encourage, yes, women, but we're here to encourage everyone who's listening to this podcast this week because we want to make sure that you set a mindset to become unstoppable and create the life that you truly crave. Let's get started of creating a mindset of being unstoppable. I'm so glad that you are with us on today. I have a most exciting guest with me on today. I must say that I've had some awesome guests along the way, but today's guest is someone who I know is very inspiring and will help you shift in your life into a better place. I have the great honor to speak with a world changer, a life catalyst, and a difference maker by the name of Yakinia Marie Duff. Yakinia Marie is the founder and the CEO of the I Am Woman Network, a network that connects, equips, and promotes businesswomen, professionals, and entrepreneurs. Yakinia Marie is a transformational speaker, life and business catalyst, conference host, and an author of the book called The Strength of a Woman, Born to Turn Pain into Power. Welcome, Yakinia Marie, to the podcast. Good morning, Marquise. How are you? I'm awesome. Thank you for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Good. So, Yakinia, I gave a brief introduction of who you are. Can you just share a little bit more about who you are, your business, and where you're from? Absolutely. Well, I'm from, well, I live and reside in Birmingham, Alabama. Um, like you mentioned earlier, I am the founder of I Am Woman Network. It is an organization that promotes and platforms the products and services of women entrepreneurs through um, our various methods, like you mentioned, connecting them, equipping them, and platforming them. And then I am just a regular down-home girl. I love empowering individuals, and I love using my story um, as a method of doing that because I come from a hard, rough, rough, dark place. And now I'm living in a place of light and fruitfulness. And I, and, you know, and I like sharing that story so individuals can have a high level of hope that they can do the same thing. What an awesome testimony. And I know we'll get a little bit more 
into that as we go throughout today's show. And so I appreciate you again for sharing with us on today. Today's theme for the show is get unstuck and be unstoppable. Get unstuck and be unstoppable. So we always start the show off with a question that I always like to talk about. I like to talk about the idea of purpose and calling. And, you know, I think that in order for us to really be the individuals that we have been born and created to be, we have to first understand and know our purpose in life. And so why is it important to you, Yakinia, that individuals identify their purpose in life and know what they are truly passionate about? Well, one of the reasons why, Marquise, is um, until you know your true identity, until you know your purpose, then, um, you know, you will live a life of confusion. Um, You will be all over the place going nowhere fast. And so I often um, like to define the word identity and then identify um, and identify or define the word crisis. And identity is a condition of being oneself. Crisis is a condition of instability. Ability, but when you put and merge the two together, identity crisis, it's an, uh, it's, uh, an instability of being oneself. So uh, when you do not know your purpose, it clouds your view of moving forward and it wastes a lot of time. And I tell you this, Marquise, I remember, you know, um, in 2012 was my aha moment. But before then, I had no clarity, no direction of what it is I was supposed to be doing. I know I was uh, made for a purpose. I know I had power in my voice, but I just didn't have clarity. I did not have direction. And so I went into a place of seclusion and so I could get some answers so I can understand more of uh, what my purpose and what my direction was. And once I got that, then I was able to start moving forward. I didn't have all the answers. I didn't have all the pieces to the puzzle, but I did, but I did have a sense of direction of where I was going. And I started my quest on that course. And now it has evolved um, up to this point. And so purpose gives you some direction. Purpose gives you the ability to be able to set your uh, navigation or your, your, your direction into uh, a system of of steps and strategy in order for you to go from where you are to where you want to be. And so it's very uh, key to understand and to know your purpose so that you can begin to make those strategic decisions that you want to make in order to make an impact uh, in this world. You know, I think that many of us sometimes fail to really understand the importance of purpose. Mm -hmm. And without really fully understanding that, it does become somewhat cliche to talk about purpose. But the fact of the matter is, is that your purpose is one of, if not the most important things you can identify and uncover because it can then give you direction for the rest of your life. And so how has knowing your purpose enhanced your life as well as your business? Well, it has given me another level of confidence and boldness because once you understand who you are and why you were created, then you can put all of your energy and your effort in cultivating that gift because there's nothing worse than growing and studying in an area that you don't feel called to. 
you know, and so when you understand what your divine purpose is, then you can begin to study and cultivate and sharpen that area of your life. And the more you know, the more you cultivate that, it increases your confidence, your confidence level. And that's what it has done for me. It has increased my confidence level. And so I'm able to speak boldly regarding my mastery because I understand that I am in my lane. I'm not trying to be someone else. I'm just being what God has created me to be. And I'm walking that out and I'm studying my craft so I can become a greater master, master at that craft. Right. And so were there some things that happened along the way in your life to help reveal your purpose or how did you really come in connection or come to know the purpose that Eukenia Marie Duff had in this world? Well, you know, Marquise, I call it the six keys to recovering, then discovering yourself, because uh, the spirit of God gave me this this uh, one day. This was several years ago, is that before you can discover yourself, you have to recover yourself. Sometimes we lose who we are, mm-hmm. you know, and so um, and like I like this is what I this is how I operate. Once I achieve something, I like to go backwards to see, okay, what happened to get me to this point? And so I wrote those things down. And this happened back in 2012, my aha moment. I went on a 40-day, I'll call it a separation. And this is why I separated myself from just all the noise that that was around me. My son went off to the Marines and I shut my phone down. Well, I changed my number for 40 days. I came off social media and the only thing I did was I went to church. I came home and I just kind of got myself in a quiet place and and I began to ask God, okay, what am I created for? What am I designed to do? I'm doing this and this and this and none of this is, you know, I know I'm called for none of this. And so number one is I'll say separation and none of these are in order, but this is what I went through. Separation. Um, I created a a place of quiet, uh, quietness for myself so I can hear and get clarity. I'll say self-evaluation. I begin to assess myself and do a self-evaluation, the habits that were holding me back, and then the habits that I was uh, strong in that I can build upon. So that's a self-assessment of myself. Then I'll say transformation. I read a lot. I'm an advocate reader. And so I knew that I needed to transform my mind because back then I felt like I was limiting myself tremendously and I needed to shift that and begin to embrace my power and my truth. Then I'll say association. Uh, Once I came out of the 40 days, I made a decision to start surrounding myself uh, with those individuals that were moving forward, forward thinkers, forward movers, whether it was personal people or just uh, individuals that I was reading or studying uh, via audio and video. And then I'll say uh, motivation, that internal fuel, not seeking outside attention to validate me, but being able to be self-reliant and to motivate myself to get up and to get going. And then the last thing I'll say is meditation, Uh, being able to withdraw and just meditate on those different things um, that cause you to win and not to lose and not to stay stagnant. Those are some great 
keys or steps that one can take to really get into their purpose. And I like what you said about the idea of separation. Sometimes we have to take time away from all of the noise, all of the things that are considered to be distractions or taking our attention away from really moving in the direction that we are called to move. One of my favorite books is How to Outwit the Devil. And that's by Napoleon Hill. And in that book, uh, Napoleon Hill talks about all of the various different uh, distractions mm-hmm. that come our way to get us off track. And he gives us these tools or these principles that help us to outwit the devil because the Bible tells us that the devil is cunning, mm-hmm. you know, and he uses all of these different tactics and strategies not to necessarily get us off course, but to distract us from being on course. And so because the fact of the matter is, is all of these different distractions or the devil or the enemy or whatever you want to call uh, this, that spirit, it can't make you do anything. Mm-hmm. It's only uh, uh, an illusion to some degree for you to make the choice yourself on what you will or will not do. And so it is very key that we do separate ourselves and take that time out to be able to listen and to hear Uh, what we are to do as far as our next steps are concerned. And so those are some key steps that one can take in really aligning themselves Mm -hmm. and living inside their purpose. And so what's been the biggest obstacle that you've had to overcome in following or aligning with your purpose? And then also share some of the lessons that you've learned along the way as you continue to pursue Uh, greatness as you continue to pursue your purpose and share that with the world? Well, Marquis, you know, I'll tell you this. One of my greatest obstacles was, uh, I would say it was just myself, my low, my low, I'll say low Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm self-esteem. I'll say my inability at that, at that, um, uh, in the past to believe that I was a powerful a woman of God who God had destined for greatness. Now, people were telling me this, but I hadn't bought into that truth, right? right? And so I had to overcome uh, myself. I had to overcome um, the enemy within and begin to embrace my truth, not looking at my current uh, situation, not allowing the temporary uh, situation to become my truth or my reality. So once I was able to overcome that, the limited thinking and um, low self-worth, low self-esteem and all of that because of just life coming at you, right? And not having this, experiencing a level of rejection and all of the mess that some people um, carry still to this day, after overcoming that, then I wor- that, then I was able to actually move forward. And it's just amazing the level of power you can you can uh, actually um, gravitate toward once you fall in love with yourself. So I'll say that that I learned the power of falling in love with myself, the good, the bad, and the ugly, Marquise. I'm not 
I'm not just talking about because you're doing everything well. I'm talking about even when you make a mistake, instead of you beating yourself up, you you learn from that situation. So hopefully you won't do it again. You understand? And if you do, your goal is to get to a point where you don't do it again. So that's what I mean when I say I'm not justifying doing something crazy. But what I'm saying is you got to love yourself because see, sometimes individuals, they make a mistake. They condemn themselves so much so that they don't feel worthy of moving forward. Mm -hmm. And that's not the case. We have to uh, learn from our mistakes, learn from our failures. So because it's just an opportunity to begin again more intelligently, as the author says. And so we just have to learn from that. And so that's what I've been able to do. I look at every situation, whether it's relationships, whether it's spiritual business, whether it's me and my, my son and I, I just look at the different components of my life. I look at the successes, I celebrate them. I look at the failures, I grow from them. But I don't allow them to be a burden on my back, okay? Because for years, I allowed myself to live a limited lifestyle style, uh, mentally because I, I carried stuff, whether my father wasn't there for me, you know, us being taken away from my mother, all the different things that hold you bound. I just refuse to come to a place a resolve and then allow myself to go backwards when I know I have the capacity to go forward. Wow. You know, we sometimes fail to realize that most often than not, we can't move forward until we get ourselves together, meaning until we get our mindsets right, until we get in in alignment with the very thing that is internal. You know, what is reflective externally in our life is what's going on internally in our lives. You know, I just recently went to a conference in San Antonio called the Unconference 2015, and it was hosted by Allison Bird, who calls herself the Profit Accelerator. And she's a sales coach, also personal development uh, speaker. And at the very beginning of the conference, You know, before we even began to discuss sales and discuss money, at the very beginning of the conference, she said that, you know, there's no point in discussing sales and discussing uh, being the profit accelerator or generating wealth if your mindset is not right. If your mindset is not right, then, you know, you end up putting weights on your life as you're moving forward. You end up putting things, carrying things that that you don't need to carry with you that hinder you from really f- fulfilling and experiencing the fullness and the abundance of what life has to offer. And so if we don't stop and do the work, as Iyanla Van Zandt would say, on our own lines, then we're limiting ourselves as we begin to move forward. And so some people may be asking, you know, well, why do we, why have we spent so much time in this particular area? I think it's because many of us will not really confront the issue. And sometimes, most often than not, the issue is not anything that's externally outside of us. The issue is us. You know, Les Brown has a great saying. He said that if you you can conquer the enemy within, the enemy outside can do you no harm. And so we have to conquer the enemy within, understand who we are, have the self-esteem that we need in knowing that whatever we need, we already have. Trust and believe in it and then follow suit in aligning ourselves with that very thing. And so I think it's key uh, what you said just a few minutes ago. Absolutely. 
And you know what, Marquise? Um, I did a program called, and I know the name, the, the title or the theme of the show is Get Unstuck, Be Unstoppable. I did a program called Get Unstuck, Become Unstoppable, right? And I put the word become because of that I, become is a process word. Mm-hmm. It is a be is a great word because be is like a faith word. It's like um, saying that I I have arrived there. I put become because um, I wanted individuals to embrace the journey of becoming unstoppable and all of the things in between that it takes to get to that process. And two of the things out of the nine things that I had uh, in that program, well, uh, I know you mentioned clarity er- earlier. Well, I say the top three things I talked about was self-awareness, self-discipline and clarity. Those three things, of be, this is before we even get into the money, like you was mentioning with Allison Bird. This is before we even get into uh, brand awareness and, and how to uh, generate revenue and how to identify your audience and all of this. But first of all, self-awareness, self-discipline, having winning habits and clarity and, be, and being becoming unstoppable so you can be unstoppable. Become. That's a good word. Become unstoppable. And so if I'm listening to this show and I've heard all of these great things about aligning yourself with purpose and uh, your six steps to uh, living a more uh, unstoppable life, where do I start? Where do I start if I'm ready to shift my life? I'm ready to pursue my passion. I'm ready to really go after that in which I have had vision for for uh, quite some time in my life, but just having seemingly um, been able to make the shift. Where do I start if I already know I'm not really living my purpose? I'm not really fulfilled in life and I'm ready to make the shift. Where do I start? Well, we talked about earlier. So for that person, you know what? You've already done an assessment of yourself. You've already, um, you know, you went through the self-evaluation stage and you've identified some things and you're, you uh, know that there, you're pregnant with destiny. You're pregnant with purpose. And now let me ask you this, Marquis. Are they clear on their assignment or are they not clear yet? Let's say that they, they're clear on the vision. They just yep. have not taken the steps. Okay. Well, if they are clear on the vision, I would say the next thing is to write it down. Like the Bible tells us, write the vision and make it plain. So we have to take it out of our head and we have to put it on paper. Mm -hmm. What does that look like? Okay. So we have to write it down. And one of my favorite things to do is actually to write goals toward achieving that. And then let's say, for instance, you uh, write out a 12 month goal. Okay, and we take that goal and we break that goal down into months, then we break it down into weeks, and then we break it down into days. Now, if you have a vision, and let's say, for instance, your vision is to start a nonprofit organization uh, helping um, at risk teens or to start a business. Uh, helping entrepreneurs, whatever the case may be, then I would encourage you to do research as well. And I know, uh, Marquis, sometimes we write goals and we try to take action, but we have no idea of what's in the market. Mm-hmm. So w- when you're writing your goals, it's vital that you understand the process of giving birth to this. What does that look like? And so I would encourage individuals to do research in the area around your perspective vision, whatever that is. Okay. And then there are resources in your city that can help you 
with whatever that is, whether it's a nonprofit or it is a for-profit. You have organizations like, for example, there's an organization called SCORE. We have one in our city. There's one typically throughout the, the nation, since it's a national organization, where you can actually go and sit down with one of the mentors of that organization to kind of help you map out whatever it is your vision is, whether you need a business plan, uh, whatever the case may be, they will help you with that right there. But you have to have a goal. And when you write the goal down, then you need a plan of action toward achieving that goal. But in the interim, you have to research. Because if you write a goal down and you have no direction on how to start the nonprofit or what the market is yielding for your for-profit, then you're just going to have a goal on paper and then that's it. So you have to have a goal, you have to have a plan, and then you, you have to research and know um, know your market, if that makes sense, Marquis. No, that makes perfect sense. I posted today, I um, do some marketing and social marketing for my church, and the post today was write the vision and make it plain. And what I shared with the individuals who follow uh, the Temple Church on Facebook was I shared pictures of the groundbreaking of what's happening on our church campus. We're building a new family life center and extending our parking lot. And what I said was, was that this is what vision looks like in its beginning stages. And right now there are trees that are have been uprooted and there was an uh, edifice that has been torn down. And But you have to have a vision of what you know what it looks like. But in order to get to that vision, there's some things you have to tear down. That's good. I like that. And so I shared those pictures with uh, our congregation and with those who follow us on social media because you have to write the vision and make it plain. And from the looks of those pictures, it doesn't look like much now, but it's in its beginning stages. And so that is very key. Write the vision, make it plain. Though your life may not necessarily look like the vision, you have to understand that you're only in the beginning stages and it may look chaotic right now, but if you stay the course, that vision shall surely come to pass. So that's great advice that you just gave us. Thank you. And so now I want to get into talking about um, a little bit more about your business and how you stay focused and some of the rituals that you uh, implement in your life, some of the books that you read. And so, because I know that there are people who are wanting aspiring entrepreneurs who listen to the podcast, those who just want to maybe take their career to the next level or those who are entrepreneurs already and just need a little bit of advice on some things that you do to stay productive and how you continue to move forward. And so what is your number one ritual or practice you have to stay motivated uh, in your life and in your business? Uh, one of the um, things that I do on a consistent basis is before I do any business, when I rise and I open my eyes, it's all about my quiet time uh, with the Lord, okay? Because I understand that I cannot excel uh, at an uncommon level in business or in life without um, my God, you understand? And so I give him um, first do of my day. And so that is, that entails prayer. That entails me sitting down and me reading and meditating in the word. Um, that entails me decreeing and declaring on a daily basis. 
that what I'm believing God for. And I have scriptures uh, on my on my vision board to uh, reference everything that I have um, that I'm believing God for and standing for. And I, that's not just my own personal need, but that's actually um, the desires of other individuals that are connected uh, to me. And so um, so that's one of the things uh, that I do. And another thing that I do, our church has an app. And so I, I download um, I downloaded the app on my phone. And so when I am getting dressed, I am listening to the word and I listen to the word actually every day. I don't wait till I go to midweek Bible study or go to Sunday service. I actually listen to the word on a daily basis because the word keeps me grounded. It keeps me where I'm able to deal with people and their attitudes, people, idiosyncrasies and inconsistencies and often and respond to them in love and respond to them in grace. And my pastor did a series recently called the God of Abundance. And it's not just teaching on um, money, but it's teaching on the wealth principle. And so I'm listening right now. I'm listening to that on a daily basis because it teaches you not to limit yourself. And it teaches you that God wants you to have and live in his best, not just for your purpose, but for the purpose of those individuals, because wealth those who are in the kingdom is designed to build the kingdom. And so that's what I do, uh, Marquise, on a continuous basis in order to keep me grounded, to keep me focused, and to understand that it's larger than myself. Um, my destiny is totally larger than me. But it's, it's um, you know, it's about those individuals that I'm assigned to and that are connected to me. And God is going to use me to pour millions, if not hundreds of millions, into the kingdom of God and to build humongous businesses in the marketplace so we can employ individuals and so we can sow tremendously, not just on a national level, but on a global scale. And But I if I have to stay grounded in that. So I want to listen to the noise and the chatter of the enemy of telling me, because, you know, on a daily basis, he's telling you, you're not worthy. You're not going to amount to anything. You cannot do it. And so you have to drown that out with other things so you can, you know, you can move forward. Awesome. Awesome. So just taking that time out for for prayer and meditation, taking that time out to feed yourself with encouraging word through through the Bible, through the word of God or whatever it is that you else think that you would be encouraging to your heart. And so those are some great rituals to have in order to stay inspired mm-hmm. and motivated uh, in, in your life and in work. And Marquis, can I say this? Absolutely. I'll say this right here on the personal development side, because I don't want people to just, you know, cause you should be in the word. I believe everybody should be in the word, but I do a lot of personal development. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when I'm sitting, um, a lot of times I'm sitting at my laptop a lot working. And so I often will go to YouTube and I pull up a Brian Tracy, Mm-hmm. And I listened to him for hours because he has done some amazing teachings on business, mm-hmm. wealth creation, sales. Um, and so I'll listen to a series on him as well. And especially one that I've listened to over and over and over again is one on uh, self-discipline. Mm. I think that that is like so strong because I think a lot of people deal with, you know, um, challenges of being self-disciplined. Yeah. And I, one of the things he was quoting a particular um author that says self-discipline is making yourself do what you know you should do whether you feel like it or not and so I listen to it over and over and over again when I'm sitting at my laptop because you know I want to listen to something that feeds me mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so I think that is huge as well for individuals to find someone that is teaching in an area that they're studying and just listen to them while they're working 
That's good. That's good. You know, to have um, what we will call sometimes supplemental uh, things mm-hmm. to help to enhance our personal development. And personal development is just so, so key. We should always want to be better than the day before. We should always want to be better individuals. And through personal development, it allows us that introspective work. It allows us the opportunity to set aside time to really excavate the things that we need to excavate and then put in the things that we need to put in. So that is awesome. When did you realize that, hey, I have great ideas, I have passion, I'm willing to work hard, When did you realize that, hey, I could take this passion, this information, my skills, my talent, and really turn it into income? When did you realize you could monetize your ability to be able to share with others and to help them along the way? Well, you know, I realized in 2012 that I was an amazing visionary. Mm -hmm. You know, when I finally stepped out to start and host my very first business conference and begin the process of writing my first book in 2013. But I'll say in actually 2014 is when I really increase mentally um, to not to say not only can I create this, but I can also teach other individuals how to monetize their mastery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I would say that was in 2014. I attended the coaching conference in um, California, the uh, Speaker Right to Make Millions in May of last year. And that right there was an eye opener for me. Um, it, it, although I was doing a level of business and, and having a, a level of success, I realized I was holding myself back in a lot of areas. And so I am one of those individuals. It doesn't really take me long to implement stuff. You know, it doesn't take me if I see something that I feel like, okay, that's in my lane. Mm-hmm. I learn it. I'll study it and I'll implement it. I'm talking about within weeks. And so that's, that's, um, cause I'm like, Hey, you'll never know if you could do it unless you try. Unless you try. And that's good. Unless you try. And so, and that's, that's what I did here recently st- launching the Iowa woman network. Now, Marquise, we're in 11 States, uh, with that. And we launched January the 31st of this year. Um, and then with the book project, you know, that right there was my new baby. I saw April host hers and I said, you know what? I, I can do that. <laughs> that's good. And so, I hosted mine. We're going to have 20 authors there. And then I, I'm hosting my very first mastermind retreat in Atlanta, Georgia. That'll be um, 40 women coming together So as well. So I just think that once you, once you say yes to yourself, you are absolutely unstoppable. And I think last year, a year ago, was that moment that I said, not only can I do it at another and a grander level, but I know for a fact that I can teach others to do the same. I like what you said. Once you say yes to yourself, you truly become unstoppable. Yes. And so some of us just need to say yes to ourselves. Yeah, that's it. And stop saying no to ourselves, thinking that there's a better time, there's a better opportunity. You know, now is the time. Mm-hmm. So say yes to yourself and become unstoppable. You know, every good business owner, every good entrepreneur, every innovative um, wealth builder always has a tool of resources that they use to help them with their productivity. And so are there any online resources or non-online resources that you use on a regular basis that have enhanced your productivity in your business? 
you know what? I've been actually introduced to a couple of other um, new tools. You know, I, I mentioned before that I use Constant Contact, um, which is a email marketing system, but I'm actually shifting over to Entreport, mm. which is a customer relation management system, which is absolutely amazing. I studied it. I watched every tutorial um, because when, as you're growing, see, in business, we need customers. Right. And when you have customers, you have to manage those customers and nurture those customers. And in the process, you are you should have a also have a lead generation campaign where you constantly have individuals coming to your your cycle funnel, whatever word they want to um, put to it. And so that gives you the opportunity to really manage a large portion of your business. Right. Because in business, we, we have that, um, that marketing component, that sales component, operations component, um, and the finance component. And that, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Entreport, Mar- uh, Marquis. I know you're familiar with Infusionsoft, but they're similar. Yes, I'm very familiar with Entreport. Okay, wonderful. And so, and it just manages your, I'm telling you, it is, it's, it's phenomenal and it will manage pretty much everything for you. And what I really like, because in our business, we have sales professionals, it even manages everything for them as well. You know, so they, they're able to monitor everything that comes in and engage their, um, their prospects, as you would say, uh, as well. Yeah. You know, so it's a great it's a great resource that I will say Entreport is an absolutely great resource. But for those who are starting out, MailChimp and Constant Contact is a really great resource uh, for them to start out on. Yeah. Entreport, I believe, was the underwriter for the conference that I went to in, in San Antonio. And they were offering a, a wonderful deal. Um, I think the regular price is around about two ninety nine a month. Two ninety seven, and they were offering at the conference one forty four. You got to be! Are you serious? Oh, one forty four a month. Oh uh, my goodness! To become, I'm calling them today. Did you jump on that? I I did not jump on it this time because you know Mailchimp is working for me right now, um, just with the customer base that I have. But I figured that. Hopefully, I'll attend another conference because they say they are only offer those special deals typically at conferences. And so I said, well, hopefully I will come to another conference when I'm ready for Entreport and they'll offer a similar deal. But one forty four a month. Oh, well, you know what? I'm calling them today because I had a ticket to the conference. <laughs> and I'm like, listen, because I had set a goal when I'm like, OK, I'm going to go ahead and set them up at this time. And so and I was already prepared to pay the two ninety seven per month. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I'm a businesswoman and it's all about saving money. Yeah. And so um, mm, I'm so glad you said that. One forty four a month. That's an awesome deal. God, that's Amazing. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) So what books have had the biggest impact on you? And then also, what are you currently reading now? Well, I do know the hmm, I'll say one of the books that had the greatest impact on me was the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership by John C. Maxwell. Okay, because that's a powerful book about leadership. And in business, we have to learn the art of being leaders, especially if we want individuals to walk beside us. Okay, mm-hmm. um, but I'll say a book that I'm rereading right now with my son is The Wealth Choice: Success Six, Success Secrets of Black Millionaires. Yes, I'm reading that right now with my pastor, actually. Yes, and that's a phenomenal book because it's showing you. It's just it's 
you know, it's just showing you how, like you said, uh, when you showed the picture on your church's website, that vision and how it looks in the beginning stages. Mm-hmm. And they're showing you their beginning stages. It wasn't always pretty, you know, sleeping on the floor and, and you know, eating right. um, dollar McDonald's sandwiches and because you wanted to put money into your vision. And, and so right now I'm walking through this book with my son. I mentor him and we meet every Monday night um, to talk, to discuss the book. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because my goal is to really get him to that place where he understands how entrepreneurs think, because he has that is what that's his gift. Right. Right. And, you know, and the thing is, is that it it's a very simple um, theme to the book. And that theme is, is that each of those individuals were very clear mm-hmm. on what they wanted to do. Absolutely. They strategized and developed a plan and they were consistent and persistent in going after the thing that they said they wanted to do and they did not stop until they made it successful. That's right. It's that simple. That simple. (laughs) (laughs) And I think what messes us up, Marquis, is because we have a vision Mm -hmm. and the Bible call it deceitfulness of riches. Mm -hmm. But we have a vision and then all of a sudden somebody comes to us and say, hey, you can make money in this. Yeah. Hey, you can make money in that. And so, it, 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 but it has, it does not align with what it is we're doing. I could see if somebody wanted to be an affiliate with you or whatever, and they want to market your product, or you use your database to market theirs and bring in some revenue. But they totally get thrown off course just because of dollar signs. Mm-hmm. And so you have to stay the course and say, no, that just doesn't fit with what I'm doing. Right. That right. doesn't right. align. And you have to be willing to say no, period. You know, and as we're talking, I'm answering my own questions of clarity right now. You know, staying the course of the vision that you originally had and you persist until you win. That's good. Did you write that down so you don't forget it? Well, we're recording this call, so I have it. I have it. And so as we begin to wrap up this show, it's been an awesome show. Great advice. You know, we always have great dialogue when we talk. What's one piece of advice that you would give someone who is ready to make the shift and get on purpose? I would say this right here. Always remember, you do not need permission from man to be your best. Wow. You do not need permission from man to be your best because when we think we need the support of someone We will wait on them before we get moving. So always remember, sometimes you have to go alone and God will send somebody to walk with you. So be willing to embrace your greaterness at another level, accept your truth, and always understand you don't need permission from anyone to walk in your greatness. You don't need permission from anyone to walk in your greatness. I may need to use that tomorrow. That's my Facebook post. (laughs) I'll be sure to give you credit. (laughs) What's one exciting thing going on in your business right now that you're really excited about? Oh, my goodness, Marquise. I am so excited that we have that we have almost concluded our book project. We almost have it all full of our 20 women and our retreat. I think that is like one of the most exciting things. And the reason why is because we have some women that have signed up for both projects. I call it the dual pack. And they have never they have not even launched their businesses yet. They're stepping out now Mm -hmm. to start their businesses. And so this is a different world for them. 
right? And so I am just so excited that God gave me the honor of sharing in this experience with them. And so we're having the book launch next year at our conference, the one that you're going to be speaking out. That's awesome. a, a, a plug. And so, um, and I just look forward to them being on stage and celebrating them. And they're sitting there like, wow, I'm an author, you know, that's with people thing. in the audience just celebrating them. And I think that's great because, you know, when you've never been in this world, Mm-hmm. It, it's it, it's just almost uncomfortable, but you are entrusting me and the other women that because like tonight we meet tonight and some of these women are stepping out by faith for no other reason that they feel supported. Right. Because this is a totally different world for some of them. They've never been around coaches, speakers or authors. Sounds like something that's exciting going on with the oh, I Am Woman Network. I, it's going down, Marquise. It's going down. <laughs> Good. Can you tell the listening audience where they can find you online, website, Twitter, Facebook? Absolutely. You can find me online at yakiniamarie.com. That's Y-A-K-I-N-E-A, marie.com. And also on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, my name is Yakinia Marie. And then the network, you can find us at iamwomannetwork.com. And you can also find us on social media at iamwomannetwork. That's Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Well, this has been an awesome conversation. I know that there are some great nuggets in this uh, podcast that the listening audience will be able to get. And I'm glad that you shared your website, yakiniamarie.com or iamwomannetwork.com. Or you can find her on social media at yakiniamarie. What another great episode we had with Yakinia Marie for our Rewind Women's History Month interviews. I'm so excited that you have joined me again this week for Women's History Month Rewinds. You know, I'm always excited to interview any guests, but powerful women always are welcome to the podcast because many of those women that I know, they are powerful, they are about their business, and they are changing minds and changing the world one person at a time. As usual, I want you to go to iTunes and leave us a rating and review and let us know how you enjoyed the podcast. And also, hey, send us any questions at markeith at markeithbrain.com or if you have some interviewees that I would want to or you would want me to interview send me an email of those names and we'll reach out to them and make sure that they are a good fit for the podcast so thank you once again for joining us this week we'll be right back here for another rewind episode for women's history month and then in april we'll be back on our regular weekly episodes as we're helping you to shift your personal brand to leverage your personal brand so that you can shift from being the best kept secret to known and paid for your expertise. So look forward to sharing with you again in April with brand new episodes, but we do have one more Rewind rewind episode. Got to get that right. Rewind episode for Women's History Month. Take care and just remember this, always shoot for the top because it's the bottom that's overcrowded.